0: Everybody? Hi,
1: guys. Well, from cloudy Salt Lake City, Utah,
0: it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up today, uh, your belief in science, folks. We're going to talk about it. It might be doing something you weren't thinking it was doing. Are you religious about, <laughs> about science? <your> science.
1: <laughs>
0: That's a question. It's a real question. Uh, we're going to w- answer we're it. We're taking... Uh, well, I don't know. Who, who did the study, Dan? Folks people uh, and uh, the way anyway we'll talk about it all later but it's it's kind of it's got a funny twist to it yeah all right well Dan welcome thank you yeah well I'm welcome I, how you doing I'm great you doing over
1: there I'm doing I'm yeah? doing good yeah okay good uh, do, you, do you have a story you want to tell us or do
0: you want to just uh, yeah. welcome me to my own home uh, yeah um, actually I want to I want to start with this one about a man who received uh, one heck of a, um, uh, a a sentence from from a judge. Yeah. Okay. Um, he he has been sentenced to get married. Oh. Or face jail time. <laughs> of course he has. <laughs> oh. so Boy, uh, I've been <laughs> under that gun. East Texas man. Uh Jostin Bundy. Okay. Or Jostin. Jostin. Pretty sure you're making that name up. Jostin, okay. maybe. Um, he Easton. was he, he was uh sentenced to get married to his nineteen year old girlfriend as part of his probation. Uh as well as he has to uh write Bible verses, I guess like on the chalkboard or something. <laughs> and he needs to get counseling. Um because he, uh, the, 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 his girlfriend's ex-boyfriend yeah was sort of getting up all in their shit. And, uh, and so he, he, uh, he challenged him to a fight. Bundy did. And his, okay, and, wait. And, uh, so he, 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 uh, he, he hit him in the jaw twice. Yeah, the, so the they guy, got in a fight. They got in a fight. I get that. The guy pressed charges. And, and the, uh. And then the, the judge punishment for this the punishment is marriage? Is married. Well the judge asked, he said, are you two married? Because the the girlfriend was in, in court right. with, with her boyfriend. And uh, and they're like, No, not yet. And so he inquires a little bit more about whether or not they're planning on getting married and yes. What? And then the judge swoops in <laughs> with, You have two weeks to get married. What? And if you don't, then you have to serve 15 days in jail. Jesus Christ. You know what? Fuck you. I'm taking the
1: jail. Even if I was going to marry her, you can't tell me to marry somebody. No, I know. That's crazy talk. Also, not for nothing, the whole Bible verses thing is
0: some bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. The judge can't order you to go marry someone. No. He cannot. I love it, though. I think if he was really going to
1: punish this guy, he should have made his wife, he made his girlfriend marry the other guy. <laughs> now, sweetheart, <laughs> honey, this ain't about you. This is about
0: these two boys here. Uh, you're going to have to marry that other kid. Well, it's also not about the endless hours that she had spent watching Say Yes to the Dress. <laughs> apparently <laughs> and uh, thinking about the dress that she would have someday oh and that she wasn't able to procure because she only had two weeks to do it that's actually doing her a favor her father was unable to attend because he couldn't get off work or something like that <laughs> and like, like it's just this horrid 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 now granted they took it all very seriously this was actually them getting married all yeah. they needed to do was go sign some papers, say "fuck you" to the judge, still not be actually Mayor Reed in their own eyes, or be yeah, but and then it Go counts. do their own ceremony. Nope, it counts. Six months later, <laughs> go do the thing. <laughs> Fuck you, judge. You crossed the line. Oh my god, that's amazing. And there's where was like, this again? East Texas somewhere. Oh well. In Texas, I think everything's legal. Smith County, I think judges, I think
1: judges can just do whatever they want in Texas. I'm pretty well. I think that
0: that's what judges believe as well. well. (laughs) They they've seen one too many TV shows or movies where that Texas judge, right? Yeah, he's a no nonsense Texas judge. He he's not he this yeah. Anyway, it's just a shame that uh,
1: that Walker Texas Ranger isn't true. Isn't real. <laughs> okay. And I feel like, I feel <laughs> like, this tie in? I don't know. I feel like he should be the, the, also the judge of all of Texas. There shouldn't be a Supreme court. There should just be Walker, Texas Ranger. We'll talk Walker, Texas judge. Yeah. He yeah. should be promoted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now yeah, that yeah. he's a little not older he's yeah. a little older. He, you know, his roundhouse kicks are yeah. not quite as high. Yeah. Like he'll get, he'll still get your head, but he won't like get the top of your head. He'll get yeah. you sort of in the jaw region. Yeah.
0: He can so, run. He can run for
1: for judge. We'll let Chuck Norris be the te- judge of Texas, <laughs> official judge of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> <cum> Doing good. That's right. He won't just sentence you to get married. He no. will. Uh, he will ensure that you do it. He'll be there. Yeah.
0: Ready to kick some ass if I you don't, don't do it. I'd like to see those gavel strikes.
1: Yeah. I mean, oh, oh,
0: good gavel strikes.
1: That guy, That dude. He <laughs> needs a new bench every week. <laughs> Cause that gavel goes straight through, <laughs> kapow! And you don't need no bailiff. He's his own bailiff. He's his own bailiff. He is judge, jury, bailiff, executioner, <laughs> all of the things. <laughs> that guy. That guy will do everything. He's he runs security when you yeah, go yeah. in. No. He's the one that's checking you for metal. Yeah. He actually does. He actually says you can have. Anything, guns, bring them into my courtroom. I will still, I will kick your
0: ass. (laughs) You
1: bring it in, but you know you're not going to take it out. uh,
0: Reflexes,
1: he's got (laughs) good reflexes. Oh yeah, he'll he'll be on you like like flies on shit.
0: Uh...
1: All right. Um. So speaking of Texas, oh good, more uh, Texas. You and I have driven. Most, through most of Texas. We've seen
0: a, a couple a, weeks. A good swath of Texas. Yeah,
1: would you spend... say it's a beautiful place?
0: Um, it has, would it's you, an acquired taste. I would,
1: would you say that it has an abundance of natural beauty?
0: Uh, no. I would say not. I would say not. That, Chippewa Falls, there was some country around Chippewa Falls that was lovely. I, 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 I don't recall that. <laughs> um
1: anyway, what I'm getting at is that there has been a new study uh that suggests uh, this is out of Baylor University. Yeah. that if you live around an abundance of natural beauty, mm-hmm. you're less likely to be religious. Shush your face. And if you and if you're living uh in an area that has very little uh beauty, you're more likely to be religious. Apparently, what? according to the authors of this study, uh, you are more likely uh you you like beauty, natural beauty fills some of the need in humans. Oh. Aw. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 thorough, right? Yeah. It's uh it's that sense of like if you have the natural wonder, mm-hmm. you're uh you don't need you don't need the spiritual food. Mm-hmm. That uh, that some people feel that they need that they need and get from well, uh, from going, religion.
0: Going on a hike, going up into the mountains, it can be a uh, it's frequently res- religious or not religious but spiritual, spiritual experience. experience. People
1: frequently describe seeing you know the sunset over the ocean or or seeing uh, uh, you know so the a deer
0: walk past. Does this explain the coasts? It explains. It does a little bit. Does apparently, the Pacific Northwest. Apparently, even does it, this explain Scandinavia? It may. <laughs> Scandinavia is
1: gorgeous. <laughs> it doesn't explain it entirely. It doesn't explain Utah, but, but there is. Well, it explains- Utah came here. I think you got to give yeah. it some time. No, yeah, you're right. The more the the, uh, the religion came here. So you got to give it a
0: chance, but here's, it is interesting because people are really willing to just like, just like step away from like religion. When they leave Mormonism, they usually just like, they just leave. they just, "Ah, I'm done. They just don't have religion. I'm going to go on a hike.
1: You guys, you have to understand Utah is beautiful. Yeah. It's so fucking beautiful. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, apparently this this, in this study they control even when they would control for other things that might affect it, Mm -hmm. the this correlation held up. Counties with higher levels of natural amenities were associated with lower rates of religious affiliation.
0: That's amazing. That's and pretty much universally we need to, we need to start pl- a, a tree planting campaign in Texas. Right? Just if nothing else get them some trees. <laughs> get them let's just <laughs> Hey, let's build them a mountain. They need it.
1: <laughs> We're going to build you guys a mountain in Texas. <laughs> I we've got plenty here. We'll take a couple
0: from Colorado. Sure. Just load them up. Get a U-Haul.
1: Yeah. We'll drop. Mm-hmm. we'll drop some in like in Nebraska on the way. Mhm. Cuz mm-hmm. they need it and and Kansas. <sighs> Yeah. They all need it. Yeah. It's funny because I've always thought I like my whole my line about our mountains is that like when I go to flat places I wonder how the people know how small they are. <laughs> because if you don't have mountains looming over you you right. you just don't know. Yeah. But now it seems like that there's actually I mean that's a silly way of wording it but there's actually something to it like if you don't mm. have stuff around you, beauty around you, Then everything then you have very little perspective, Hmm. I feel. And you have to and then and then Jesus creeps in. He's a creeper. Hmm. That Jesus.
0: Anyway. Okay. There you go. All right. Um Well I'd like to go to a beautiful place. Oh, please do. That uh that 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 has plenty of religion. Uh Mm Uh Italy. Ah, la bella Italia. Yes, indeed. Uh although the Italians have uh found ways to junk it up. Sure. But, um, of course. It started pretty. You're gonna. And uh but all that. All right, um let's see. Uh there's this priest in this small t- Tuscan town uh that is offering uh residents of his uh of his community uh, a a bonus. Okay. Cash bonus oh. to thousand uh euro bonus to any family who has three or more children oh oh we're incentivizing procreation here yes because italy has a negative birth rate at the moment okay Uh, and these little towns are just having the hardest of hard times uh, they, they really are just, they're, they're dying because everybody just moves away. Right. Um, and so, so anyway, yeah, so he is, uh, they, 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 are not quite sure, uh, how long they're going to be able to offer <laughs> this because they don't have a ton of money. Right. But he's totally willing to put the money up. Um, and this is already after, uh, the, uh, the Italian government has already promised low income families, eighty eight. I'm sorry, 80 euros a month for each child under three years old. Socialism. I know, right? Uh, And uh, this, uh, yeah, Italy is definitely facing a problem with their uh, birth rate. Well, but, okay, so I just typed in population
1: of Italy. And the graph that Google has pulled up for me is showing a very slow but existent increase
0: in population. They do have some immigration. Oh well. But their birth rate is is negative. Oh so it's so the population that they're gaining is the wrong sorts of people? There's there's definitely
1: that <laughs> in Italy. Yes. Yeah. A little xenophobia there.
0: Yeah, no. Uh families typically I mean it it's it's not too common to see uh families with more than just one or two kids. Yeah. I mean it's
1: really it's rare. Which is shocking considering yeah. like the whole
0: Catholic no well you're not allowed to like, use the birth control the beauty thing they're they don't really I mean, come on they're <laughs> Catholic but they're not really Catholic. right they're, they really don't they, that's not where they find their you know their inspiration yeah for, if you I mean if you go living. to if
1: you go to the cathedral
0: on Easter
1: it's gonna be packed yeah you go there on a you know just
0: you go there next Sunday right not gonna be a lot of people there right Yeah. Now that actually raised an interesting thought though, that ties back into your last story, which is at least like when Catholics in like Italy go to church, they're also experiencing beauty in the space. Yeah. Right? At least there's that. So there's there's that. Like going back to like Texas and these little little yucky churches. Wait, you don't find a double wide it's be just beautiful. It just leaves. It must leave people really, really wanting and struggling for any kind of inspiration. Oh yeah, and and and, and, and you
1: and, go you go into any Mormon church, any uh, Mormon ward, bleak. It's I mean anything built after say nineteen seventy eight or something like that. Yeah, uh, it's the worst spiritual experience of your life. Right, like you're just gonna feel shitty. Yeah, in that building. Yeah. Because uh, content isn't everything, no, and the content's awful there too. So, <laughs> like, it, they got nothing. They are offering nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. But yeah, you go into those cathedrals, you go into some of those really beautiful old. You
0: get. Churches. I mean, they're they're amazing. They're fantastic. That maybe that's the problem. It's the Italian the the, the Catholics built up so much beauty around. <laughs> They're people, yeah. That they're just like, ah, eh, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah, they got chapels oh, no. painted by Michelangelo. Yeah, you're, you're you're gonna well, go to church, even just the looming cathedrals over the town square. They're gorgeous. You yeah. don't have to go inside to, yeah. to to feel some sort of like spiritual, you know. But if you want moved by, if you want to get
1: it. in out of the heat, and uh, you you know you happen to be walking mm-hmm. past. Yeah, walk in,
0: walk in. They're gorgeous,
1: beautiful. Love all it. right. Well, Frank and I are apparently converting to Catholicism. No, <laughs> um, you may have heard uh, a few weeks ago. I didn't. I, I didn't do the story, uh, but I was tempted to. Uh-huh. Uh, back in July, um, a a sheriff in Missouri, okay, uh, decided that he was going to put "In God We Trust" uh, on all of his cop cars oh yeah good uh yeah uh it, it, he needs it's to trust <laughs> he needs to trust in somebody <laughs> and i'm guessing that the uh police the people of missouri don't trust in the police so oh god uh anyway uh i well i'm gonna point this out the in god we trust decals all have quotation marks around it
0: in, in, god, in god we trust.
1: we kind of try i mean you know In God
0: we trust. In God we trust. Is God in quotes or just... The whole quote is in In quotes. In (laughs) God... Yeah, right? (laughs) We We trust. Right. It's hard to do air quotes in audio. Well, that's why you you just have to say everything really... Really douchey. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Anywho, uh, what's weird about this is that... um, I mean, what? So it's troubling, obviously, because it's it's a religious sentiment on a on a government thing. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, it's but bad. unfortunately, that is our national motto, for better or for worse. And uh-huh. uh, the the states of and the courts of this country have basically neutralized that phrase. It's pretty impossible to get that taken off of anything uh-huh. uh, because it is our national motto. So Ugh. so they got so this guy got away with it. Well, now. An Alabama sheriff has taken it a step further. Bible verses? You got it. <laughs> Shut up. Skaboom! Uh. Matthew 5-9. No. Oh, blessed are the peacemakers. Uh, which, by the way, no. is a sentiment I can get behind a cop believing. Yeah. I'm all for cops believing that they are peacemakers and not warmongers, yeah. which seems to be what cops have been doing around the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm all for that sentiment, but you can't put a Bible verse on the cop cars, Mm -mm. Um, the decal, which every single uh, every every single outlet that I've seen report about this uh, insists on reporting that the decals cost a dollar sixty apiece. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I guess because one of the complaints is that it's taxpayer money that's being used to do this. It's
0: only a dollar sixty, folks. Only, don't worry. There's only it. four of these cruisers in this town. It's dollar sixty. I mean, what are you going to get upset about that? <laughs> um.
1: Uh, but as one as one reader on uh, on the, I guess the uh, sheriff's official Facebook page, as one reader pointed out, uh, too bad our tax money was spent on decals they will have to remove.
0: That oh, is—that's that's like thing. doubly
1: expensive, right? Somebody's got to install them, yeah. then somebody's got to take them off. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is happening. Boy, Uh, a- there's no there's no re- resolution to it yet. I'm gonna guess that the Furf f- f- might get involved on that one.
0: Wow. Hard to say. Wow. So maybe about sixteen dollars were spent. <laughs>
1: maybe thirty-two. Well. I mean, you're not including the
0: hourly wage of all of the worker who's installing these the workers who are installing these things. Someone who's just not. It's just some cop who's not, you know, out patrolling. Who's who's in trouble. Who's on administrative <laughs> you know. leave or something like that. No, instead of patrolling like he should be, he's putting decals on the cars. Yeah. It's yeah anyway, F- Officer Farva. huh. exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, you know about ISIS, right, Dan? Uh, yeah, I don't know all about ISIS, but I know some things about ISIS. But, but the Islamic State, yeah, nonsense that's happening right a Bunch, in, bunch, in Syria, of, bunch right? of
1: men and and women, some women of whom mm. I disapprove.
0: Yeah, and they've they've got some uh, questionable, how shall we say, practices. Yeah, with regards to uh, women in general. Oh right! Like well, they, yeah. they, they kind of don't really value women. What I mean, this is kind of an this is this is I know it's shocking, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's it's Islam in general. They've got some problems, um, and not not to make light of it, but whatever. Um, so there was a group of young Chechen women uh, who basically crafted their own mail order bride scam yes <laughs> wait <laughs> so wait. so when isis reached out to them uh, or one of them or whatever uh or they came across some sort of isis recruitment right. type stuff they they kind of got themselves in touch with some isis recruiters who they uh said that they told they told these guys that they were totally interested in coming to uh join the jihad and but they just needed some money for travel funds <laughs> and <coughs> they, also
1: you can have all this money that my Nigerian prince brother <laughs> yeah
0: wants to get exactly and so they um the 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 jihadis this wasn't strange for them this is actually a, a common uh request and uh is it's it's uh, yeah, fulfilled I've, they send money to help them um they send money and gifts and all sorts of stuff they'll do anything to to recruit right yeah and especially like they and the girls they're not recruiting to like fight they're recruiting as like wife fodder well i've i've seen bands of women uh all completely covered up with their their their, their rifles their guns and, and uh, going out and it that seems w- like they're fight fighting too no that the, was the just muslim a qu- was a quilting bee <laughs> that's how they do that in wow in interesting sewing equipment um but um i mean i don't know how much you know about chechnya but i mean it has a very large muslim community yeah uh and so they um i'm sure these young women either are or were posing as uh young Islamic Islamic or Muslim women right and so they they would be going to fight the the kind of stuff that you're talking about the you know the taking just you know they're just taking the local people who they don't view as a part of no no I've
1: I've read about them actually recruiting women for like for marriage
0: and and all sorts of stuff okay so they're doing that too I guess but they um anywho the these women were going to fight were they yes they were okay yeah uh and uh so anyway but here's here's what happened they so they made about 3300 dollars off the whole deal <laughs> but then the chechen online crimes unit caught wind of it and now they're like being charged with fraud they're in trouble they're in trouble for, for def- defrauding isis <laughs>
1: you, you know what that's a that that's a that's a thing. You can't apparently you can't defraud ISIS. You can't defraud anyone, apparently. Are they are is ISIS pressing charges? Because it's not like they're gonna
0: I don't know. I don't know how Chechnyan law works. Yeah. Um if somebody needs to press charges in this kind of case. Um but um you know, I mean if you're caught doing a crime, you're caught you know doing a crime. This seems
1: like this seems like like millions of people need to be doing this need to be somehow under false pretenses contacting ISIS saying I want to come over I want to I believe in your your fight which has been happening for mm-hmm. real yeah so if you can
0: make it authentic enough great and then just make them send you money I wouldn't actually recommend that um, Well apparently it's illegal for one well, thing Well the problem is is being in touch with them and saying that you're going to come fight is you're going to get yourself in a heap of hurt with art with like, oh you'll be on a list you'll you'll be pulled out of line for uh at the airport well i mean i just read an article this morning they the uh about a young couple in mississippi they weren't even on route yet they, but they were hauled off okay, okay. so they believe me you don't want to play around with this stuff um, i kind of do <laughs> okay <laughs> i um, kind of still uh, do. folks don't listen to dan on this one um yeah, you you do not want to play around with this. The FBI will be all over you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely so, they will.
0: And you don't you don't want the CIA that is probably also. Sure. Uh going to be. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not going to be good. So, anyway, so that is going on. Um I,
1: and actually I'm sure that the reason that the CIA would get pissed about it is because you'd be like stepping on their toes cuz they're already doing the same thing. Probably.
0: Hopefully they are. I'm sure they I are. I mean, they should be, you know, Trying to siphon money away yeah. from ISIS. Yeah. Absolutely. And that, that's the thing here. Like like for it to be the fraud people in Chechnya who catch them <laughs> and say that it's a bad p- No, no, that's not the agency that should be like catching these women. Well, the other right? agencies are probably just letting them do it. And watching. Sure. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Uh that's amazing. I I think defrauding ISIS is hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Um, I am going to take us to, uh, back to Texas where, uh, a a really rare, uh, occurrence has been, has taken place. And that is Mm -hmm. a professional football player has come out of the closet as atheist.
0: Oh, well, fantastic. Yeah.
1: It's a very rare, uh, thing to have happen, uh, in a world where, uh, Football, for some reason, and sports in general, has a strong uh, religious life in the United States of America. Yeah, uh, football players, you know, football's huge in the South, yeah. and football players are tend to be subjected to a whole lot. When this guy was in uh, the guys, the the player's name is Arian Foster. <clears throat> I find Arian to be a strange name for a black man, but that's okay. Anyway. No, you're you're not going to you're just going to let that I'm one just hang. letting
0: you go there, Dan. You don't
1: find that weird? It's a strange name period. It's a strange name period. Yes. Anyway. Uh anyway, Mr. Foster uh was raised Muslim? Mhm. Uh his father was 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 Muslim. Uh but he when he started he started struggling with his faith. Uh his father said go on out there and uh and find your thing. Hm. So that was a really nice thing for his dad to say. <clears throat> yeah, that's. But here's the thing when he, when he was in uh, when he was in college football, mm-hmm. he was required by the team to go to uh, church. Oh, was he at a, like a little Christian school or something? Uh, he was at. I don't think so. Uh, he where is it? Oh, I was reading all about it, and now i've 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 lost the the name of his uh thing. Anyway. Um, yeah, he, but he was required to go to church. He was required to, as a team building. Oh no. University of Tennessee.
0: Oh wow. Wow. He was a philosophy
1: weird. major. That oh, that won't help your, your religious uh, beliefs <laughs> sometimes. Um, but yeah, it was a quote team building thing, but he was mm-hmm. required to attend church services. He, they had all kinds of Bible readings and chapel outside of practice. Um, but yeah, he just, he realized that, uh, that it wasn't for him Mm -hmm. and now he has come out of the closet as being a non-believer. He doesn't like to use the word atheist, but scary word. It's a terrifying word.
0: (laughs) Every time I say it, I shudder, (sighs) but that's, I mean, you know, good. We need more people being honest about who they are. Right. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. Is he good? Is
1: he a good football player? well I'm shocked that you don't know that Frank you and I being such <laughs> avid sports fans uh, he uh, he's he is one of Houston the Houston Texans um, players I'm not gonna say a star player because I don't know at all you know
0: I don't know anything about football bit, I mean yeah. it could be in the article they say and he's actually quite good <laughs> also good that's a good enough for me yeah. well he's, he, he's oh
1: he's, he made it he made it to the nfl that's
0: oh, so he's 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 he's
1: that's a big deal that's,
0: that's good yeah. okay so he's good yeah he's, he's, so, he, he plays
1: well at the football people be coming out of the closet for all the things in the sports wow, yeah next thing you know you'll have you know someone coming out of the closet as a as a someone who likes to have sex with animals it's a slippery slope <laughs> is what i'm trying to say
0: In the sports, yeah, no, it's true. I was thinking maybe just more something innocuous. It all leads to, it all leads to that sex with animals. Eventually, I'm a hoarder.
1: Right? Yeah, they come out of the closet as 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 liking uh, Beyonce, (laughs) as being obsessed with Beyonce.
0: Beanie babies,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. You know, I, I I just love my beanie babies. I am a collector of <laughs> thimbles and small collectible spoons. <laughs> I have one for every NFL team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one of the great advantages to being in the NFL is that I get to travel the country,
0: and everywhere I go, collect the spoons. I get a shot glass. <laughs> So that's well, a shot glass. I could see someone. I like. <laughs> that's not. I mean, a guy collecting shot glasses. That's no big deal. You're not right? allowed to drink out of them, though. Those are those are my collectibles. Those are the collectibles. <laughs> they're they're still in their packaging. Yeah. I don't know if they've. they've yeah. Yeah, well, shot glasses don't really come in packaging, but that's fine. Who started right. this? You started this. Yes. Well, oh, it, it, ladies
1: and gentlemen, if you uh, have anything to say about any of the stories that we've been talking about, including uh, if you are a collector of things and we just made fun of you, you can <laughs> complain by writing to us
0: at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Yeah, but you pro- while you might collect one of those things, you're probably not also in the NFL. Right. But if you want to complain about that... 4- about being in 4- the NFL. <laughs> 424-666-8442. 4- 6- 6- 6- 8- 4- 4- yeah, leave us a voicemail there. Hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. Or also on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge yeah. and request to join. It is a closed group, so we have to let you in.
1: It is a closed group. Um. Yeah, so there we go. Uh... We uh, we got we, a break. We'll we'll take
0: a little patty Pat break Robertson. here. Pat 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 has some things to say. He, he's well. He's uh, you know, the thing that I think we've talked about in the past, but we haven't had really had like a prime example of. Right. Is how uh, how he contradicts himself. What? Right. Never. Like like we. And this is just absolutely amazing. Like, yeah. Just, just everybody, keep in mind everything that you know about Pat Robertson, and then and then listen we'll... to this clip. Yeah.
1: All right. A viewer says, "I was wondering if you could explain to me the difference in the Ten Commandments given by God versus the laws given in Leviticus." A co-worker told
0: me that the other day that. People can't consider themselves Christian if they don't obey all of the laws in the Bible. For example, in Leviticus, the Bible says that a husband cannot be in the same room with his wife on her period. Why don't we keep the Leviticus laws anymore?
1: As Christians, is it okay to only follow the written law and not the Levitical law? Uh, you read the Bible, Jesus Christ fulfilled all the law. All of the law was fulfilled in him, and when he died, uh, he paid the penalty for uh, the <clears throat> the law. Uh, there is therefore now no law against the people of God. There's only one law, the law of love, that you love each other. And the idea that you've got to stay out of a room with a menstruating woman or something. I'm I'm not sure where you found that either, but nevertheless, (laughs) wherever you found it, you don't have to worry about it because what you do is love each other, that you have love for one another. This is the commandment I give you, all the rest of it. uh,
0: Love God, love your neighbors yourself. Um, So that's all you have to do, Dan, apparently. Uh, this, and, and, and this, he's, <sighs> I, he, <laughs> I have a lot of ums right now
1: in part because, uh, first of all, I love that the person who wrote in said, how do we, you know, what I want to talk about the 10 commandments versus the Levitical law.
0: Yeah. 10 commandments are predate the yeah. Levitical law. Yeah. It, it's a funny That's Exodus. Yeah. It's a funny question because. <laughs> <laughs> because what i mean what 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 pat robertson is talking about here with jesus fulfilling all the law that's what that is what the new testament says right the, which means so, that you can ignore old, all of the Ten Commandments. The old testament is supposed to have fallen away right. He's provided the new law or at and least that's how a lot of people look at it and so him pat robertson saying this right for pat robertson to believe that well, for Pat Robertson to believe it, it's nuts. It's crazy because talk. it doesn't jibe with anything else he's ever said, really. Right. Like because he's the one who loves to look back at the Old Testament and say and find, you know, the 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 verse in Leviticus that talks about homosexuality.
1: Right. He's crazy that and one. And he'll say God is very clear about this. Yeah. God's absolutely unequivocally clear about
0: this. So. But now uh, But if but it's really just three you just have to love yourself, love God, and love your neighbor. But it's just love. Love, love, love. (laughs) Love. Yeah. (laughs) Pat Robertson.
1: But if the if the Uh. Bible does happen to say something along the lines of, And if a woman have an issue and her issue in her flesh be blood, she shall be put apart seven days, and whosoever touches her shall be unclean until the even. I believe that. Don't touch (laughs) that girl, she's on a period. I really feel like, I feel like if you believe in hating on gays, you can't have shrimp and you have to ask women if they're on their period before you touch them. Absolutely. You're just playing it safe. Yeah. You can't sit in the same chair as a no. woman who has been menstruating. No. You can't. There are
0: rules about menstruation, this is, people. This is why it's best just to keep them elsewhere. Yeah. Just, uh, just I think, you know, Islam might have it right. <laughs> just cover them up pretty keep them in the house don't yeah. let him do anything
1: yeah god forbid let them drive a car the second they start doing things we're all in trouble <laughs> you let the women do stuff oh
0: boy uh, Oh mercy me! All right. Yeah. Well, that happened, everyone. So apparently, uh, unless
1: it's inconvenient for him, Pat Robertson believes that the law is just love, just it's love just everybody. Love.
0: That's the only law until the homos enter the room.
1: Until it's about like
0: something that he that grosses he, him he out a little bit. Icky. Yeah, yeah, if, it, yeah, if yeah. he doesn't,
1: if, or mm. if or if he feels like he can no longer control you enough to make mm. you give him money.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think there's something in Leviticus about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: All, All right. right. Well, we had some folks write into us uh and uh and uh, we we have a voicemail as well. We
0: do. Yes.
1: Uh I will uh pull up this <laughs> There we go. Um Stevie uh she, she writes as in Nix, not Wonder. So, I assume that means we're dealing with a female Stevie. Or maybe it's really Stevie Nicks. It is Stevie Nicks. Stevie I Nicks has written know. into us. Okay, cool. Uh, and she says, hello, gentlemen. First of all, I'd like to tell you that I love the podcast and eagerly await for a new episode every week. Secondly, I have an oddly funny story about the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier in D.C. that was oh. mentioned in your last episode. Okay. Uh, you'll recall that we were talking about uh, moving
0: moving bodies and, and... Right, and specifically sort of having a focal point for your... For your grief. Right, and, right. Yes. A physical place or whatever. Yeah. She says,
1: uh, I visited D.C. with my Catholic school in eighth grade, and we went to the tomb to lay a wreath and present a prayer service during the changing of the guard, mm. which, if you have not seen it,
0: takes four fucking ever. Yeah, it does. But it's pretty cool at the same time. Right. Uh, well, not if you're in eighth grade. Oh, I guess not. But there's like some precision marching going on. (laughs) Oh, that's, that's the kind of thing you would have been super into. (laughs) I can imagine like eighth grade Frank being like their rifles and they're like perfectly like, right.
1: And yeah, exactly. Flippy. And yeah. And then you'd stand in exactly the same spot and then you
0: turn and walk and very fit. Men. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, some oh, good-looking yeah. uh, <laughs> Marines there, <laughs> uniform going on. Yeah.
1: Anyway, uh, Stevie goes on. We were kind of pumped because there was an audience to witness and witness it and everything. Uh, and then we were informed prior to the event that the remains of the soldier had been identified. And we were reburied in Arlington Cemetery. So there was actually no soldier in the tomb. What? The Marine officers were guarding nobody, and our wreath laying uh, was a big fat waste of time. Our wreath laying was a big fat waste of time. I don't even know why they told us. That's a very good point. That is a good point. Uh, we Just- all thought it was really funny, and half of our group decided to go out and get donuts instead. <laughs> Today, I feel the same way. Whether or not someone is in the tomb doesn't really matter. And for six hours at a time, some poor Marine has to march back and forth like a robot just to make some, someone feel a little sense of hope that it could be their loved one in, in, inside that marble case. Anyway, thank you for all uh, you do
0: and keep on doing it. That's pretty <laughs> Yeah. It's pretty it's funny. A, in my mind, it's still a monument to all the fallen who yeah who, who didn't come home. Yeah, it's you know. more it, yeah, exactly and, and 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 that's that's why it has power and meaning to me.
1: Yeah, I and if I, you know, I I can't say this definitively because I'm not in this position, but I feel like if I were if one of my loved ones mm-hmm. was an unknown soldier, mm-hmm. was a soldier that never came home or or that we or that may have come home but we can't identify. Right. I don't know if I I don't know if it would matter to me that there's a that there's a a, a monument specifically but it seems like it's a nice thing to do to honor them yeah i don't know about having a a, a soldier there all the time but it, me- it matters to soldiers it does so yeah. so that you
0: know it's and fine those soldiers who are there are probably honored i mean you think about making the march for six hours a day right it's yeah, yeah. it's gotta suck on some levels but i mean they're probably no my understanding is that like delighted to be my there. understanding is that they that
1: group of Marines is like an elite group yeah. and it, they love they yeah. They're, they yeah they're it's a, all about it's it. a huge honor to, yeah. to be part of that group. Yeah. Anywho um
0: hi Frank oh do you want actually you know I was gonna do let's this play, but let's, let's play, play the, the, voicemail. the voicemail first. This, uh so this is a very self explanatory uh voicemail so I'm just gonna go ahead and play it. Cool. Hey guys this is Ethan um I uh would like to have some advice. I am raised Mormon and recently, I've uh, decided that it's time for me to come out as an atheist and as gay. So I would like some advice on how, Frank, how you confronted your family about this and how you guys went about of leaving the Mormons and the experience with that. So thank you. It really helped out. Bye.
1: Thank you for the call, Ethan. Yeah. Uh, this is a... We, we talk about this every now and then, yeah, and it's always an incredibly difficult thing to talk about. So yeah. the first thing I want to say to you, Ethan, is whatever we say, it applies to what we guess is happening, and it doesn't necessarily apply to your actual life, and you're going
0: to have to make calls based yeah. on what you know of your life. You know your parents and family and your situation. <laughs> and, and we don't. Yeah, exactly. So And so only you can make the decision as to whether or not you're going to be coming out into... I guess a safe environment is the best way of mm. saying it. Um, I was an adult when I came out, and from the sound of your voice, you sound you sound like you're still pretty young. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so if you are still at home, you need to be really careful. You do. I, I was I was in college. Um, I was just home for the summer, and uh, my parents cornered me. Right, and uh, they wanted to know why I wasn't going to church. I mean, that was really the the crux of the whole thing. And uh, somehow they knew I wasn't going to church. They're spies, yes. you know. Well, uh, I'm
1: guessing that you, your bishop at BYU, contacted probably them. called them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, which is seems so incredibly inappropriate to mm-hmm. me, but nonetheless. Uh, so I, yeah, so they 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 sat me down and. And, and wanted to talk about that. And I said, well, to be honest, you know, I, I, I'm not, I don't really see any need to be going to church since I don't believe it. I don't believe in God. Right. And I really just kind of laid it out there for them. We've talked about that for a while. And then toward the end of the conversation, um, <laughs> and the conversation had kind of irritated me, uh, which wasn't a good thing because of what, was about to happen um <laughs> which my, you weren't prepared for either uh, yeah and so my my dad says to me well i mean I, I i guess as long as as long as you're not gay you know we can work on this as you know as long as <laughs> and i and my mom was just like she was just like what i mean the mormon equivalent what the fuck right now what um, are you even talking about frank senior that's well, a ridiculous thing to it say was, it was more the What I gathered from how she said it was a, we agreed to not talk about, oh, oh, uh, and so, um, I looked at him and I was a little pissed off and I said, well, actually I am damn. And, uh, you know, so I wasn't really in control of the situation. I wasn't the one who decided to, to come clean. Which is always one of the dangers of living in a closet. One of the
1: dangers of living in a closet is always that the conversation might be forced on you in a way that you don't have control over.
0: Now, I'm really glad that it happened when it did. I was still fairly young and it did help facilitate uh, sort of the rest of my my coming out. I had already started to come out to like close friends uh, by that point. Um, So fortunately, I, I, I... I didn't feel any need to kinda have to continue hiding because I knew that I was, when going back to school I was I, I had a support group. Right. And I think that's key, Ethan, here is you have to know what what you have out in the world. Right. Right. Look around at your life. Do you have people who will
1: support you? Yeah. Who you know will support you, who you know will will be able to be there for yeah. you. Because there's a strong possibility uh, that there will be people who won't
0: yeah who won't be able to who who will reject you? Yeah now, more and more Mormon parents are uh getting good on on the subject. and I actually want to if you decide to tell your parents, uh, you may want to refer your mom to a group called uh, the Mama Dragons. Oh, uh, they're a group of Mormon women who who have young LGBT you know children. Um, and, uh, and, but they're supportive. Right. And well, there's support a support group for each other. Uh, they, they actually run their own little closed Facebook, um, uh, pa- uh, page, just like we have our closed group. Right. Uh, and they, um, and so, but anyway. It may be early for that.
1: Uh, I would say start with, uh, the, the Mormon church has its own website called Mormons uh, But the thing it's, it's not pro gay no but it's a, it's it's a good resource for it's a transitional resource and the reason that I bring it up is because it will it has quotes on it like the experience of same-sex attraction is a complex reality for many people right the attraction itself is not a sin uh, but i i mean it, it basically I, ba- it, it it's, it's
0: sort of there to guide parents i would not who want to believe i would not say don't tell your parents about mormonsandgays.org um, but I would say that they're not going to find a lot of real support there. It, it, it's, the things that parents are looking for, su- potentially supportive parents, uh, are not going to find the kind of the kind of things that that, that they're looking for on that website. No, because, no, 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 no. Because but that's that not website... why I'm suggesting it.
1: The reason that I'm suggesting that website is because these aren't. We're not looking for supportive parents yet. We're looking to transition parents from believe from. Like being my my concern is that these parents may all, may have very anti gay uh, beliefs already, right? And if you can use their own church to transition them into, well, we're still we're still required to See? love you, right? Then that's that's at least that then at least you know that they their own church tells them to support you,
0: right? And that's a good first step. Um, yeah, I'm just talking. Okay. I'm just baby stepping it here, right? But eventually they're gonna want to be talking to other parents because they're going to feel isolated right i i don't know where you live um how you know large of a town you're in right but there's a good chance that the mormon parents no matter where they are are going to feel initially very isolated unless there's like just so happens to be the family down the block in the ward right who who's already you know been through what they're potentially about to go through but here's the other thing you need to prepare because they may freak the fuck out yeah and if they do uh your life can be made very very bad indeed and we are making a couple assumptions about his age yeah you know
1: well so so if you are uh young if you're in high school you need to weigh you need to assess uh how difficult it is to not be out of the closet Mm -hmm. which is which is a valid consideration Mm mm-hmm with yeah, but you need to counterbalance that with how difficult your parents might make your life until you actually have a chance to leave their home, and some for some people it may be better to stay in the closet until they are safely out of the home and are independent. Yeah, and then can meet their parents on that sort of more level ground. Uh, for some, it it that may not be tolerable. It may be too hard to be in a closet. Uh, it may be too. Uh, lonely to be a, to not be able to uh, be your authentic self, in which case you just need, you need to make this call for yourself. Yeah, um, but it's a good idea to start by coming out to other people first, who who are going to be safer, so that you have some practice coming out, because it's something that's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might not be a bad idea to uh, to you know find some resources for your parents uh you know if if Mormonsandgays.org doesn't float your boat there are lots of resources for parents uh, uh so that you can so that you can be ready for them when they have questions mhm and uh and also good luck yes indeed good luck ethan yeah find the resources we're not we're not the best resources <laughs> We're we're just a couple of schmucks talking on the on the radio.
0: All right. So you have another email, Dan? I do. Let me uh, pull that up. Do 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 do. So
1: hi, Frank and Dan. Actually, this person says hi, Dan and Frank. They put me first, okay. which is nice. Uh, it's not bucking the trend. It's not a big deal. Uh, One way or the other. A longtime listener to the show, you two crack me up uh, and are so pleasant about your atheism that even my theistic husband enjoys your show. As a matter of fact, uh, oh, hey, Taylor, uh, cover your husband's ears right now because we'll have fun with this. As a matter of fact, I think his passive eavesdropping while I listen is starting to chip away at his childhood Baptist indoctrination. Uh Uh-oh. High five. High five indeed. (laughs) We'll chip away. Taylor's husband. Yes. Okay. It won't hurt you. I promise. Um, Anyway, Taylor goes on. I wanted to add my two cents to the whole moving grandma's body discussion. I lost my little brother to suicide in 2013, two days before his 27th birthday. A year later, my family and I gathered to scatter his ashes near one of his favorite spots in our hometown of Miami. Hmm. On the water. My rather large nuclear family ranges from my Bible-beaten sister and her husband to sixes and sevens on the Dawkins scale. As an atheist, I think that Alex's soul is sitting on a—I I don't think that Alex's soul is sitting on a cloud smoking weed with Bob Marley and Jesus. Although, if I'm wrong he, and heaven is a thing, that's precisely what he's doing. We know we are not going to see him again in the afterlife. Because we know, we know that the essence of who he is has died. Uh, sorry, the essence of who he was died with his brain and body. That makes the attachment to his remains that much more significant. His he, he was his body and vice versa. Without his body, there is no Alex. I think we I I think he would have been pleased with where we scattered his ashes, as it was a location that he treasured while he was alive. And it gives us solace to know that what remains of him is a part of the place that he loves hmm. or loved. Mm-hmm. All that said, I can't understand how religious people are so committed to their loved ones remains that they feel it's necessary to dig them up and relocate them. If you are a Christian, don't you believe that the body was just a vessel for the soul? Isn't the important thing that you can pray and, gr- and grandma can hear it? These superstitious people crack me up sometimes. Thanks for reading my email, and uh, FYI, still waiting for Dan to vet me for the members-only lounge. Taylor, I looked for you after I read this and couldn't find you. So there is there's a thing that I just want to bring up quickly for the members-only lounge uh, before we, you know, talk about this, which is that every now and then I'll accidentally just tap on the wrong thing, like my finger will accidentally touch something, and you may disappear. You're like your request may disappear, mm. and I haven't let you in yet. Oh, um, oh
0: boy.
1: So, if, so,
0: if you belong and you
1: know you belong, if you know you, and and if you're listening to this, you do belong, right? Uh, then, and you see that you know that I haven't gotten to you, and it's been a couple of weeks or whatever. Check in with it. Go and and re-request.
0: Yeah, try again.
1: Uh, I, I apologize. I am by by no means uh, perfect at this. Anyway, uh, thanks for writing in, Taylor. That was a uh, yes. I, that's an interesting point that you've made. <laughs> with the Christians believing that the body—I don't know what it is with Christians and the
0: body. Resurrection. You got to protect the body. Yeah, but there's so the many problems with that idea. You need the resurrection. You want to be buried next to them so that when you both like resurrect, you're like, oh hey, grandma. Yeah, exactly. Singing oh, a while. Yeah, yeah. Except exactly. we just saw each other as spirits, but now hey, ha ha. I mean, it's so weird. The whole resurrection
1: thing bothers me. I mean, Mormons really (laughs) believe in this resurrection thing, and Uh, they pretty much all do. But
0: like, Mormons are crazy about it.
1: But like, they get all up all crazy about it, and then you just—I mean—it falls apart as soon as you like notice that if somebody like burned up in a fire in you know a hotel or whatever. What they, a,
0: they were just translated, Dan. What happens? They were translated. They were just taken to What heaven. happens
1: to all these unknown soldiers? What happens? I feel like it doesn't matter what you do with a body. Not, I feel like there's no way that you can justify that theist. The, the, you feel yeah. theistically. Anyway, uh, thanks for writing in. Um, so, we were going to talk about
0: uh, this. This. this article that we both yeah we both came across this article that has a very very strong little bias in it right as Um, so many as so many do (laughs) so many but uh, the headline uh says be careful your love of science looks a lot like religion right Um, and this is this is quartz
1: uh that Published uh-huh. this uh, this article. I don't know much about quartz, but it got us thinking. Yeah, that's the idea. Is that uh, th- there are several points in this article that are very interesting. They 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 quote a couple studies, or they they reference a couple studies. Right. Um, one of which is a a, a study published in 2013 in the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology. Ooh, sounds uh, very fancy. It is very fancy, and they said that the the subject when subjects were stressed. Uh-huh. They were more likely to agree to statements typifying what they're calling scientism, uh, meaning oh. that um, statements such as, quote, the scientific method is the only reliable path to no- to knowledge. OK. Uh, people who believed in science, who didn't have a religious belief, were more likely to uh, adhere to that, uh, which is a pretty extreme statement, the only reliable yeah, path yeah, to yeah. knowledge yeah. Uh, w- if they were stressed.
0: How did they stress them out?
1: I, I, I Heavy you know. workload? I think I think they poked them, <laughs> <a number laughs> jumped of, around from corner number of times. They just continually Scared poked them, them. startled.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I mean, that's that's interesting. Uh, they 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 cited uh, another another. Uh, so is 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 there a, a a similar study that was done on religious folk? Uh, yeah. put them under stress and yeah. uh yeah. And, and it and turns out a, an, an analogous question. Yeah, it turns out that religious
1: people under who are stressed are more likely to uh to be solid in their God beliefs.
0: Gotcha. Um Okay. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. I remember <laughs> I remember when As a I was a matter of fact, kid. there was a there was a there was a they 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 talk about a, another study at the University of Amsterdam uh in 2010 that found that quote they say uncertain subjects uh expressed an increase in faith in god or in evolution
0: um under stress well here's the interesting thing when i was a kid and i would uh had a lot of bowel problems as a kid and so i i, I have a lot of memories of being on the toilet oh. uh, in stress right uh-huh. praying for the bowel situation to to uh to to subside for your obstruction to be lifted uh no there wasn't about obstruction oh okay usually, okay right? Fair uh enough. and so uh but i don't find myself thinking a lot about evolution and <laughs> when, <laughs> when you're on when, the when show <laughs> when i have modern bowel distress <laughs> or uh, adult bowel distress i i don't i don't find myself thinking a lot about science and my certainty of science. Well, the idea outside of just sort of a marveling that oh, I'm so glad that I don't pray anymore while sitting on the toilet. Well, the, the, I
1: think the idea is that if you were in that kind of stressful situation and someone asked you questions about your belief your 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 pro-
0: well, yeah, it's going to be like sweet science. Jesus, yeah, I believe in everything. <laughs> like absolutely in science. Oh my god. Scientific method, yeah, it's the only way I can know. No, yeah, it's the only way right. I can know anything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So anyway, this is asking me all sorts of questions right? <laughs> where I would just be like, Yeah,
1: absolutely. This article brings up some interesting thoughts. Uh one of them being that um that extremism mm. uh is is doesn't come they say doesn't come from theology, but rather comes from psychology. Um which is a thing that I totally believe. Uh and the idea and I think okay. that human yeah. beings are kind of hardwired. And some a lot more than others. There have been other studies. Uh, this this doesn't come up in this article, but there have been other studies that show that there are human beings who are more hardwired for, uh, they need more dogmatic belief systems. They need to be more mm. sure mm-hmm. uh, rather than rather than comfort comfortable with unsurity. Yeah. I don't even need to study for
0: that. That's like right. the experience of my life.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah yeah you can you can there are people who are comfortable with uh with the the not knowing mm-hmm. and there are people who just have to have a belief system their yeah. are heart there they need to believe something yeah yeah, yeah. and 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 there are, so I think that that it brings up a valid point which is that there are people who are every bit as dogmatically uh certain of certain scientific findings or whatever mm-hmm. as there are uh people who are dogmatically certain of um of religion and that's a problem it's a huge problem and this is this is what we're getting at is that we as uh people who purport to be rational thinkers who purport to be critical thinkers we, we must do, we do purport we do purport this <laughs> it is a proportion of ours <laughs> um we we must uh hold ourselves to the rejection
0: of dogma. Absolutely. Uh, it and is, we must be open when new evidence comes along. Absolutely. listen, we're not just talking science here. We're talking about life. Everything right?
1: in your life.
0: Because new information, new, 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 you know, there, there's new shit that comes up right. that, that you have to like figure, you gotta, you know, somebody's got you cornered, right? Right. And they're showing you the evidence. You have to be good to be like, Oh. And even one step huh. further than that,
1: yeah. we must embrace uncertainty. Mm. We, must, as a, we must hold ourselves to the ethic of uncertainty, which is to say, if we don't know, we absolutely have to be willing to say, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's, it's vital to us being uh, honest practitioners of, of critical thought. To be able to to admit when we don't know a thing. Yeah. Even in the face of, and this is when it gets hard, right? You get into a conversation with somebody, Mm -hmm. they're diametrically opposed to you. Absolutely. They are, and and you don't want to seem like you don't know, because any uncertainty Mm. feels like you're losing the argument. (gasps) Uh Uh-huh. So, you know, you're in an argument of, you know, you're somebody's pro-choice and, you know, they absolutely believe that conception begins at erection or whatever it is, or pro-life rather. And 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 th- th- you know they're taking some crazy hardline stand. Right, right, right. And you want to be just as hardline because that's what feels like it will win. Nah. But it's not what wins. No. What wins is your honesty. Mm-hmm. And if you can honestly say, "Look, I don't know when cons- when when a when a fetus becomes a human." Right. I don't know. I don't know when life begins. Right. But neither do you. Right. And your insistence that you do uh, is based on your is based on something that is not admissible in terms of creating laws. Right. Your
0: religious beliefs are not uh, are, are are not important when it comes to the creation of laws. Well, now you have a whole new argument on your hands. Dan, you just well, shifted that that conversation. Sure. To to another big tangled oh, ooh, mess. It's a
1: it's a mess. Yeah. But the point the point is that uncertainty doesn't lose, and uh, and 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 we need to uh, we need we it's vital. That we embrace
0: uncertainty, except when under bowel distress. Well, yes. I need certainty, Dan. Sure, and and in those cases, I can forgive you for
1: for uh, It frustrating. Used, used,
0: used to be, Heavenly Father. Oh, Heavenly Father, please, please, ta- right, please take this from me, Heavenly please, Father. Please, Heavenly Father. And did he did it work? Did your praying eventually relieve you? Yeah, usually. Well, I I, mean, I don't have bowel distress right now. Well, so, so it must have worked. It must
1: have worked, or uh, as someone who embraces the scientific method, I could say that's
0: one hypothesis. Uh-huh. Can you support it? Does actually, the evidence support <laughs> that? Actually, I just lied. I actually do have bowel distress at the moment. But, I, was, I wasn't.
1: Gonna like totally I wasn't going to bring mind. it up. Which is why it's like I wasn't going to bring it up. It's totally on my mind. Clearly, as we sat down, Frank was like, "Okay, we may need to stop at some point during I had this." A very spicy
0: <laughs> dinner last night. <laughs> And its it could happen at any moment, oh, you poor poor man, <sighs> oh, you poor poor man uh
1: I feel so so I feel like we actually here but here's the great part here's the good news about uh-huh. about us talking about uncertainty, sure, we actually get the high ground, even mm-hmm. though it feels like we're losing, we actually get the high ground when right. we are honest about what what we do and do not know, right um. It's it's when we embrace certainty and this this article is actually very good on this point. Um, It's if we have if we embrace that uncertainty, we actually uh, become if we. Well, so one of the so one of the closing ideas of the article is that if we as a society can (laughs) convince ourselves that uncertainty is a vital part of of uh, science then when something doesn't seem completely put together like for instance climate science isn't we don't understand it hundred percent by any right. stretch of the imagination. Right. we know that the, the, the global temperatures are rising right there are certain things that we definitely know yes and certain conclusions that there is a general consensus in the scientific community about yes but then when, a, when you know when a, when one of the merchants of doubt comes in and says, "Aha, but I have this contrary evidence." Then we as a society don't go, oh, no, the whole thing's falling apart. The House of Cards is falling down. We can just say, okay, you let's look at that. Yeah. Let's incorporate it into our knowledge. Oh, nope. It didn't actually change any of the conclusions or it made a minor change. Right. Uh, But we uh, but we're still sort of we still need to take the action. We're still all
0: fucked. Yeah. We're still (laughs) there's still trouble. Oh, shit. We were hopeful, actually, that you were right, that the climate isn't changing. It'd be great. That would be awesome. Oh. That's fantastic. Oh, he has some evidence. So Actually, oh, he doesn't.
1: Oh, oh, that's We're still fucked. Our science is still better than what you've got. Than okay. their
0: pseudoscience.
1: Okay, oh, well, we're
0: still not going
1: to Well, there there you go. And we do our best. <laughs> we do our best. And isn't that what this world is about?
0: Uh, Encounter
1: it as it is, people. That's that's all we're saying. Just be honest about what the world is and what you know about it and yeah. what you don't. Yeah. Because most of the things we don't know, oh. the whole world is full of don't, don't know. Like that
0: feeling, Dan. I actually love that, it. That brings me no comfort, Dan. It's a mystery that I f- I don't know. I don't know how I will will sleep. You don't want to be a
1: Hardy boy of life. I, I going out and exploring life's mysteries.
0: I want everything to be. Constantly known and digestible, and it, yes, in small nuggets, and uh, yeah, just no, easily. It's better way, that's Dan, right. It's, it's better. It is better. It's better. It feels no, no, a lot no, no, better no, no, to no, a lot no, no, of people. No, no, no I don't want to know, Dan. I it just want to go about my way. I just want to go shop at the Gap. Mm-hmm. And drive my SUV. Yeah. And just kill the planet. Well, it, it'll make Jesus come and, faster, and not, and not worry about, you know loving my neighbor
1: right well that's that's (laughs) it you can love your neighbor as long as they believe the same things you do (laughs) it makes it a lot (laughs) easier to love them when they believe the same stuff anyway uh yes uh i i thought that it was an interesting article i i feel like there's something that i i feel like it it's not saying to us what they are trying to say but i know but but it is saying, it is a valid warning to say we as believers in science need to understand yeah. that if a scientist says a thing, well, yeah. that's not the final word. Well, if you have anything to say in the name of Jesus Christ, amen, you are welcome to write in to us. You
0: can do so at podcast at thankgodomatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Sure. Uh, Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Or search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge on Facebook and request to join. It is a closed group. Please do. Uh, hey thanks to
1: Mackenzie for all of the amazing hard work she does on that Facebook page. Absolutely. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music. It's amazing music. Uh, And thank you, dear listener, for uh, sharing this time with us today.
0: Bye-bye.